Welcome to the Professional DNA Podcast. Hi, my name is Tarika Wheeler, your career and work-life strategist, project management leader, speaker, and the founder and CEO of T. Wheeler Strategic Solutions, a career development and consulting company. It is my mission to help high-achieving professionals just like you discover their defined natural abilities to succeed, navigate the workplace, make more money, and do so without sacrificing your work-life harmony. Here's the thing. Each week, we will have real conversations, and I'm going to share practical strategies that you could use to help level up in your career, no matter where you are in your professional journey. So let's get this thing started so you can use what you got to get what you want. And what are you going to use? Your professional DNA, your defined natural abilities to succeed. You guys ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Professional DNA Podcast. So glad that you are here. We are going to dig into a topic that I believe is just so important. I actually think we take it for granted a lot. We're going to talk about productivity and organization. And I think, especially for high-achieving, high-performing folks like you, well, I think that's you. (laughs) It's sometimes the work itself, like just getting it done, takes over the process and how we could get it done so that we don't drive ourselves crazy. And what I mean by that is that, you know, sometimes you could just be really good at your job that you don't really think about productivity or being organized because you just feel like, you know what, when it's time to get it done, I could get it done. I'm not really necessarily worried about who, what, when, where, and how. I just know that when duty calls, I'm going to respond and I'm going to be able to knock it out. But at what cost? At what cost? Frustration, anxiety, overwhelm, burnout. All because we're not willing to tap into being more productive and getting organized. I love planners. I love um, any types of little lists and tablets and notebooks, all of that. I love them. But I, I used to not love them, but I love them now. And the reason I do is because they really help compartmentalize the work that you're doing and to organize it in such a way to where it helps you not waste time on the activities or tasks that really aren't going to drive you to what you need to work on, but they really help you be productive and stay organized. I'm actually going to be releasing some free tools in the coming weeks on my email list. So if you are not a part of the Achiever community, be sure you go down in the show notes and you click the link, join the Achiever community. I am going to be launching some new free tools, free tools that focus on goal setting, productivity, and organization. Because I think those are key areas that we have to tap into and just have a greater understanding and usage of them in order to advance in our careers. We just do. We have to be productive and we have to get organized. So today we're going to talk about that. I'm going to give you some strategies for increasing your productivity, okay, and and really making some improvements there. And 
getting organized because it's so needed. Is anybody just, and if it's you, it's okay. Nobody's listening. This is the part where you go grab your notebook. You can hear me, but if I might be talking about you, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Have you ever worked with someone and you walk into their office or you see their workspaces, especially for those who are not still remote and are back in the office and their stuff is just everywhere, folders everywhere, papers everywhere. It doesn't seem like you can make any rhyme or reason. And then they say things like, oh, but it's, I mean, it's organized chaos. Let me tell you guys, organized chaos is foolery. Stop it. Stop it. That stack of papers with no order to them whatsoever, that organized chaos is costing you time and costing you money because there is no way that you can call that organization and there's no way that that's really helping you be productive unless that is the recycling pile in which you are then going to take to the recycling bin, okay? It's not. Or let's, let's stop normalizing this idea of organized chaos. And let's begin to normalize productivity and organization, okay? So I want to give you a couple of strategies that you can start to use, like literally today. Start thinking about how do you incorporate these strategies into your workday, into your life overall, to be honest with you, because you guys know how I feel, work-life harmony, it's all the different dynamic areas of your life and you being present in each one of them. So if you can deploy some strategies, remember strategy, don't get scared of that word. If you could deploy an approach, a specific approach to what you're doing in any given area of your life, like go for it. And increasing productivity and organization in each of the different areas of your life is just going to help you overall. But we're gonna hone in on career. We're gonna hone in on work, okay? Work and or business. That's what we're honing in on today. So first things first, by now you have your notebook, let's rock. I want you to prioritize and plan. Begin each day, each day, not every Monday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, each day. Begin each day by identifying your most important task and prioritizing them. A lot of times we just wake up and we go. We wake up, we start like our maybe our like face washing routine and all the other hygiene things we do. For those of us who are working parents, you're getting kiddos up, you're maybe doing breakfast and lunches, you're getting them off to camp or school, whatever it may be. And we don't ever pause to take control of the day. And that's how the day begins to take control of us because we just go. We get up, take a first breath. Hopefully we thrust being thankful for it and grateful for that first breath we took. And then we press start and we just go. I want you to begin each day by really identifying your most important tasks that you got to get done and prioritizing them. Okay. This is where you can use tools like to-do list, or there's lots of different task management apps or planners. Really organize those tasks and then think about what are the ones that actually have a deadline, whether if it's a deadline that you've created or most importantly, honestly, a deadline that someone else has created that you actually cannot change and we got to be sure that you meet. I want you to think about how can we best organize that information, okay? I want you to also think about taking those big tasks. So if you have a big project at work, you have, you know, a massive task even that you have to get done each day. Think about how you can break that large task into smaller tasks, manageable steps that take, you know, them more, it almost makes it more approachable. 
sometimes a task can just be so daunting that you look at it and you're like, Mm-mm, not today. And then on Tuesday, you look at it, you're like, oh gosh, not today. Next thing you know, it is Friday. You have a task that's due on Friday by end of day, and you have ignored it all this time because it did not seem approachable. Am I talking to anybody today? I know. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to do better. We're going to do better. We're going to do better. I need you to think about how you can take that large task and break it down into smaller, manageable steps to make that task that seems so daunting more approachable. And then the other thing is we're thinking about prioritizing and planning, which again is so important that we do this just across our life as a whole. I love to really advise my clients that you should have a master calendar, not just a calendar for work, not just a calendar for the kids activities, and then your own personal calendar. You got five 511 calendars rocking. Have a master calendar that's color-coded that you can see all the different things you've got going on. And so that way you can schedule specific blocks of time for focused work and allocate time for breaks and really maintain some productivity throughout your day and avoid burnout. Believe it or not, it's the lack of structure that's burning you out. That's that's one of the first things that I really check for is, is there a schedule and a plan? How are you managing your time? Because if there's no structure to how you're managing your time, you will burn yourself out or you're going to find yourself doing a whole lot of work and gaining a whole lot of nothing. You're not going to see the productivity. And without productivity, it's hard to see returns on investment in our time, in our energy. So I really want you to be mindful of those big tasks and breaking them apart, but also scheduling when you're working on tasks. Schedule specific blocks of time that you can focus your energy and your efforts. This is also a big part of work-life harmony because we can't work all day. We have all these other areas of our life. And so if we are able to schedule those things throughout the day, you're going to feel a little bit more in control of your time and your energy because everything has a place. It's like a puzzle. Everything is a, it's a place and it has a perfect little piece that fits in a perfect little spot. That structure is needed in order to prevent burnout and overwhelm, okay? So that's the first one. I want you to prioritize and I want you to plan. Prioritize and plan. You guys ready for the next one? Okay, this one is more on the organization side. So we're gonna bounce back and forth between productivity and organization. Declutter and organize your workspace. Now, full transparency. This is an area that I really used to struggle with. And my husband is an accountant and I would always just, oh my gosh, I just could never understand. No matter what company he worked for, his desk always looked the same. Always, always. Like he had papers in my mind everywhere, right? But eventually he got to a place and I think the pandemic, especially in being remote, you just organize files differently. And I know that that has helped increase his productivity. It's relieved a lot of the stress and anxiety because you know where things are. You've got them digitally filed versus just scattered across the desk. I really want you to think about what does your workspace look like? Whether if you are in the office or you are remote, what does your workspace look like? Create an organized and clutter-free workspace to really enhance your focus and efficiency. Have you ever heard the saying, like, you are your environment or you are becoming who you are around? 
I think that applies here in this space because if you've got stuff everywhere, you're going to feel like you're just everywhere. But it makes me feel so good when I clean my desk up at the end of the day. Some, and I'll be honest with you, sometimes I don't get it cleaned up at the end of each day, but I definitely don't go into the weekend with a crazy looking desk. Because come Monday, I know that that desk is going to play a role in my tone. It's going to play a role in how I start and feel about my day. So I am really careful to make sure that it is an organized and decluttered space before I start a brand new week. I really encourage you to think about a cadence in which you are refreshing and making sure that your workspace is organized and decluttered. Remove any unnecessary items, right? Only keep the essential things that you need in reach. Everything does not need to be on your desk. That's why they create bookshelves and file cabinets. Everything does not need to be within your reach. If you have a specific task that you're working on and there's you know, specific documents and such that you need in order to work on that task, fantastic. Let's make sure those things are on our desk. But everything else that you don't absolutely need, that it's not essential, it should not be in that working space. Why? It becomes a distraction. It brings clutter. It clutters the mind. So I really want you to think about that so that you can increase and enhance your focus and your efficiency in getting tasks done. Okay? I also, again, as I was was talking about my husband, I want you to implement some type of filing system. I know, file cabinets, some people may say, oh my gosh, that is super antiquated. Who has file cabinets these days? Me, I do. I have file cabinets for things that are long-term. They need to be archived. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. I need to keep them for multiple years. But I have digital documents and digital folders especially within work, you know, we've got SharePoint or Teams, all those types of things. And I really have a great file structure so I can find things, right? Especially in the products that I manage, like I make sure that we have really good file structure so that, you know, someone's not here, someone should be able to go in and identify, find a folder and get what they need. I do that in the same thing with my company, T Wheeler Strategic Solutions right? We utilize a filing structure and system. So if someone needs to find something, they can find it. Okay. I need you to think about that. What are you using? Whether if it's, you know, file cabinet, which guys, that's not that old school and antiquated, come on, or some type of digital filing system, but you have got to be in a place where you can quickly locate information. Use things like labels, use folders if you're going to use a file cabinet, color code things if you need to, really make things accessible so that when you need to find something, you can find it. There's nothing worse than sucking away time from a task because you can't find what you need. Talk about impacting productivity. You see how productivity and organization go together? You can improve and really increase your productivity by staying organized, right? You have things in an easy to identify and accessible space. That's going to help improve your productivity and what you're getting done in that day. You guys getting me on that? You, you got to find what works for you. I'm going to tell you, it not there's not one perfect way or the best way to do it. There's all different types of ways to organize your information and and folders and content or whatever it may be in your workspace. You have to find something that works for you, but whatever it is, do it. And if you want some ideas and kind of want to talk about it, hey, let's jump on a call. Let's talk about it. I'd be happy to do so with you. Okay. All right. Or engage with me on social media. I'm going to be making a post this week around this very topic and 
let's talk about it there. Professional underscore DNA on Instagram, Tarika Wheeler PMP on LinkedIn. We can always talk there, okay? All right, next thing I want to share with you, and this is huge for productivity. Huge, 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 huge. Guys, sorry. I know you hear me sniffing. My allergies are terrible, 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 terrible. So I'm so sorry. Um, I hope that is not totally grossing you out. <laughs> I was like, I got to talk to you guys today. So go with it, okay? Anybody else have terrible allergies? Like walk outside, on site, eyes start to itch, throat starts to scratch. Like that's what I'm experiencing in this crazy, crazy season and time. It doesn't matter if I'm indoors or outdoors. So bear with me. I'm so sorry. All right, I digress. <laughs> so I want to talk with you about minimizing distractions. Distractions are just, <laughs> distractions are evil. Distractions are the opposite of success. Distractions are the opposite of productivity. You can get distracted in so many ways. And here's the thing that we have to own. We put distractions in our way or we allow distractions to come about. It's, I, I don't know that distractions just walk up and tap us on the shoulder. We have to create an environment in which distractions cannot enter, especially when we're trying to be focused. And we have to be in a position that we don't set up ourselves. Like we don't set ourselves up to be distracted. So I want you to identify and minimize distractions that hinder your productivity. First one, easiest one, y'all are gonna hate that I say this, but I gotta say it is what? Y'all know, you're already saying it right now, your phone. Your phone can be such a major distraction. The, 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 the days of social media, oh my goodness, they are killing people's productivity because all it takes is one little flick of an app and you are scrolling and scrolling and scrolling 30 minutes to an hour later, where did the time go? And you have impacted your productivity. You may say, oh, I just can't work that long. Well, then we might need to assess where you work and what you're doing. Because your work should be captivating. It should be fulfilling. You should want to engage in what you're doing. If not, this might not be the job for you. You cannot allow simple distractions like social media to just blow up your productivity. Okay? Schedule the time in which you're going to spend time on social media. He's like, Tariya, wait, you want me to schedule when I'm going to scroll? Yes, I do. I want you to set aside time where you can just freely and aimlessly scroll on social media. Absolutely, I do. I don't want you to allow that to impact your productivity. Silence your notifications. You know, when I'm working on a project, I definitely like when I'm recording podcasts, I'm always silence my notifications because my goodness, my phone will be blowing up. If you leave it to my kids, I'd never get episodes. Y'all, we never talk. I'd never get anything done. You guys will never hear from me because <laughs> it's always, hey, mom, hey, mom, did you? Hey, this, hey, that, hey, this. And then you mix my husband in there and like the rest of my family. I would never get anything done. So I have to silence my notifications, especially when I'm working on tasks, I'm recording, any of those types of things. That helps minimize those distractions. And I silence those notifications on my phone and on my computer. Because if not, I will very easily get distracted. The other thing, and I am I'm I'm working on this one, so that's why I want to share this with you because a a really good mentor and colleague shared this with me. I said, gosh, I didn't realize actually what a distraction these tabs are. It's okay. Nobody's listening but you. No one's going to know. How are they going to know? No one's going to know. <laughs> How many tabs do you have open at a time on your computer? How many tabs? It's okay. Say it out loud. I can't even hear you and nobody else can. 
You have got to be mindful of the number of tabs you have open. Close those unnecessary tabs and apps, okay, on your computer. You're like, what? How am I going to get back? Bookmark it. It's okay. Close the tabs. I could have 10 tabs open, 15 tabs open. It just would get ridiculous sometimes. Got in multiple browsers, like out of control, full transparency, out of control. But I get so distracted by them. And I didn't even realize, but I would get distracted by them because I'm like, oh, what was I doing here? Oh, what was I doing there? And next thing you know, I've opened up a tab and I've started working on something else that is distracting me from what I actually had as a task at hand. Those tabs can be vicious, vicious. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because I know some of y'all are like, oh, how many tabs do I have open? How many tabs do you have open right now? If you went to your computer, for those of us who do not log out, we just lock our computers and you go back. How many tabs do you have open? Probably way too many. I need you to think about closing those tabs. Those unnecessary tabs. You want to get back to that information, bookmark it, but let's get rid of that distraction, okay? Let's get rid of that distraction. Um, some of you guys are just shaking your head. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay, because I know it's hard. Baby steps. Don't close all the tabs first. Maybe close a couple, then close a few more. And then next thing you know, the only tabs you will have open are the ones that you absolutely need, okay? All right, last thing, last thing. I want you to really think about time management. And time management is another one that crosses between productivity and organization. You are the best person to manage your time, to really take control of what it is you are doing all the time within the day. You know, and when I give certain talks, and I, especially when I'm talking about work-life harmony, I ask folks to do a little math problem, simple, simple math problem. And I say, okay, well, how many hours are there in a day? And people very quickly say, oh, 24. Great. How many hours should you be sleeping? And then we go through, we just start subtracting. And by the time you have eaten, you have slept, and you have worked, the 24 hours are gone. You oftentimes maybe have eight to four hours left to play with. And so that's why it's so important to really plan out. Remember, we we're talking about planning and prioritizing and doing some time blocking, scheduling blocking, because there's so many things that are happening in your life every single day. You want to plan those so that you just don't get lost in going with the flow. That connects with time management. Okay. There's a lot of different time management um, techniques, a ton of them. I want you to do a little experiment with time management technique. Um, it's called Pomodoro. Pomodoro. And the Pomodoro method is similar to time blocking. It's where you are doing work within 25-minute increments. I'm going to put a link to the Pomodoro method in the show notes. You can take a look at it. But it's a really helpful time management technique for me when I am really crushing on a project and I need to block out time. But I also know that that project is really daunting. And so I need like that rest time in between blocking out and working 25 minutes straight, no, no distractions, no nothing, coming up for a deep breath, doing a little check in with myself and then setting the timer again. Those 25 minute increments are gosh, I'm so productive and I'm getting so much done. So if you've not heard of that method before, Go to the show notes. Really, really great method to help you with time management, okay? I also want you to think about breaking your work into like focus intervals. So similar to the Pomodoro method, think about 
your full day and if your work day is like eight to ten hours break apart the eight to ten hours and really be strategic and thoughtful about what you're going to get done so if your work day starts at nine o'clock what are you doing between nine and ten what are you doing on, on monday right this is where that planning comes in what are you doing between 10 and 12 when are you eating lunch what are you when are when do you have like a no meeting zone where you don't take any meetings during this time so you can actually get work done i really want you to think about that and being intentional on how you are blocking intervals of time this also helps you with maintaining really good productivity because you're identifying blocks of time where you will and will not do certain things and it helps you avoid burnout because it takes away that constant go 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 and you're able to break some time up one of the other things i teach clients is that you need to have 15 minute resets throughout the day so when you go from a task or like a section of your day that there's a break in between jumping to the next one and why that's so important that reset is it allows you to clear your mind really regain some energy takes a deep breath that's going to help your brain just continue to fire and operate at full capacity you need a break you're not a wuss if because you need to take a break you're no longer not a hard worker because you need to take a break you're being strategic so that you can optimize your time and your energy in the best ways possible so doing that i think would be really really helpful i also lastly in this want you to delegate and automate delegate and automate tasks whenever possible and this will also help free up time for more critical responsibilities you do not have to do everything you don't and you have to remember that especially for those of us who are in leadership you have got to delegate tasks to managers to other team members and in the event that they can't do those tasks is that an opportunity to mentor or coach them up but you cannot do it all you have to learn how to delegate in the instances where you cannot delegate are there some technologies that you could leverage to automate right are there certain things that you can do within your department division within your team or your company that you can automate using some type of software or technology that is always another way to help with productivity as well okay guys i hope this was really helpful as you're going into the week and really thinking about how you can improve and increase your productivity and your organization they may sound very simple but they're they're simple and they're practical and they're doable you can do this and I guarantee you, when you start to see that you are increasing and improving productivity, when you are able to be more organized, you're going to open up so much more capacity for advancement. You're going to start to see so many opportunities and places where you can position yourself for growth because you have the capacity and the space to do it because you are now truly managing your time and ensuring that you are being productive. Okay, I hope this was helpful for you. I'm, 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 I'm cheering you on. You got this. Let's go step by step. Don't try to do it all at once. Let's tackle productivity and organization one day at a time. But I promise you, if you stay committed and really start to implement some of these strategies and tactics, you're going to start to feel different. You're going to start to operate different. You're going to start to see yourself grow in ways that you never imagined. 
Guys, you know how I feel about you. You have everything inside of you to what? Be your best and unique self. And what is that? Your professional DNA, your defined natural abilities to succeed. But that professional DNA cannot shine if you do not have your capacity under control. We need to be productive and we need to manage our time well so that you can leverage that professional DNA. Your defined natural abilities to succeed. I want those things to shine. Okay? And I know you can do it. Have a great week. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Professional DNA Podcast. Don't forget, guys, sharing is caring. Be sure to share this episode with a colleague, a friend, or just the random person that you see next to you after you finish listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to write a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And for more information about career strategies, resources, info about trainings, upcoming events, etc, etc, etc. Please be sure to sign up for the Achiever newsletter for high achieving professionals just like you. The link's in the show notes. Until next week, don't forget guys, you have everything inside of you to be your best and unique self. And what is that? Your professional DNA. See you later.